2: lose the cape podcast episode 79 it is wednesday may 3rd as i record this introduction i cannot believe may is already here it's crazy it's beautiful weather in columbia south carolina i know it's still snowing in some places so hopefully we are going to get beyond that very soon because who wants snow at the end of april and early may that's just crazy talk um, today, Aubrey and I are excited to bring you an interview with Jamie. She is a lot of fun. She runs her own business and is a mom and is just um, entertaining. We want to remind you about our Mother's Day giveaway In order to enter, it's so simple. All you have to do is go over to Lose the Cape on iTunes and leave us a review. Everyone who leaves us a review before Mother's Day will be entered to win a fun uh, goodie basket of things we've put together. We've got uh, bath soaps and um, something from Today May Suck, a wonderful little care package for, um, for a mom. We've got books, we've got um, a course, a self-love course, we've got a journal, we've got jewelry. Uh, it's a fantastic basket of goodies to really um, celebrate our one lucky mom winner. So please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review that you love our podcast and... Um, Get you some uh, Mother's Day joy from our from Lose the Cape and our wonderful sponsors who are joining us with this. You can find out more information about the prize pack on LoseTheCape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 78. Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview busy modern moms and pick their brains for other tips, tools, strategies, and um, anything else that they can give us to help us survive through this world. And of of raising little munchkins, I'll, I'll use munchkins. That's a nicer word than what I want to say this morning. <laughs> It is, yes. yes. Jamie is a business strategist. Our guest today, I don't think I introduced her. Jamie is a business (laughs) strategist helping small businesses focus on what needs to happen in the short term to reach their long-term goals. So if you have big goals that need a path to structure processes and software to execute, but aren't sure what to tackle first, you need to talk to Jamie. And in fact, she will be giving away two one-hour sessions For one person and her accountability partner to knock out the plan for one goal they are working on, which is really an awesome giveaway. Thank you, Jamie, for that. And thank you for being with us. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. It's early in Arizona here, so I haven't had my coffee yet. Well, it's not so early wonder, in South
2: Carolina, but what we were discussing before we started the podcast was that both Aubrey and I are hot messes today. So we'll see how <laughs> this all goes down. Yeah, that's
1: what I feel like every
2: day. So <laughs> I think that's just part of the whole world of being a mom and an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Absolutely. I'll trip into her. <laughs>
1: well i, I wake,
0: wake get... up with good intentions but then i have a five-year-old who can make those intentions just go right out the window because oh my
2: gosh. she
0: blips yep. out like she wakes up good and then all of a sudden she decides says she'll go to school so i don't feel good well you're not running fever you have to go
1: to school
2: had that yeah. same thing today with my 10 year old
1: my kids uh, my kids are older and so we like their moderately self-sufficient, but not self-sufficient in the way that I want them to be. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, Like you're like, I'm probably their inner monologue like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You're doing it wrong. Okay, Jamie. Well, tell us more about you and your business and, um, and how you wound up in this position and the business name is caffeinated possibilities. Correct. You betcha. All right. So tell us all about
1: it. <clears throat> well, I came up with, I was going to name it never ending to do list because that's,
2: <laughs> that's right out. too. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I realized that, um, <laughs> most of my projects get completed with lots of caffeine.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, so it seemed like caffeine possibilities was like the smart way to go. So, um, but my, the business, <clears throat> excuse me, the business is focused on the sales side of everybody's business. I noticed that more and more people, um, when I, or I started this because I noticed how many small business owners were blending sales and marketing and making it one thing. And they mm-hmm. weren't understanding that these are two separate skill sets. Um, they look at like Facebook, Instagram, and blogging as like an activity to generate sales. And it's really like top of funnel activity. Um, and they don't really understand <clears throat> all the marketing gals are doing a good job, like with all of that stuff. But I don't see that there's anybody focusing on the middle of the funnel, like how to have a sales conversation with someone yes. so that once you have a hot lead and you need, um, how do you talk to them? Um, right. And then how do you share your value? What's, you know? So that's the sales coaching side of things. And then um, once you get them to buy into what you're doing and want to meet with you and want to have those discussions. A lot of people also don't understand like the meeting people and farming aspect of things um, where it's like maximizing what you do inside of that process. So like if you meet a person live, you have to put that lead somewhere and that's into a CRM and then you have to follow up and email them and Automation is a smarter way to do that than you hoping that you remember to send someone an email or give them a phone call. So I help people understand how that how the sales process can be automated as well um, to make their lives easier, to be more efficient. Um, because if the machine is doing the job, then you don't have to because I'm busy and I forget that I'm supposed to email that person on Tuesday. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where uh, yeah. if I set it up in the automation, like... Oh, that was three days from when I met them. And so the email automatically goes out Um, and lots of other things like that. Um, I think a lot of people also forget like existing referrals and like to ask for referrals where if you automate that, it just happens. Then you don't have to feel like a couple episodes back. You don't have to feel icky about doing all the things that you know you're supposed to do because you've crafted one thing that like makes that message
2: come across flawlessly. So I think Aubrey and I need to be the winners of your giveaway. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't even know. Uh-huh. There's no sort of automation. Well, it, it's so automation. True, I mean, everything you just like, and, and, well, for me, it's not even that I don't know that those things need to happen. I just can't implement it. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just oh, like, yeah you know, the, the time that it takes to, I feel like I'm running around like a crazy person. And I know, I know if I would put more automation and systems in, it would save me so much time, but actually taking the time to do it. And it's so stupid, isn't it? It's like, it is well, like a welcome, <laughs> like a welcome
1: sequence. I'm working on a, a guest blog for, um, and I'm like, she was like, I was like, what's the one thing that your audience struggles with? And she goes, I think no one knows where to start when it comes to like automation. Yeah. She's like, could you build a welcome sequence with, e- or could you build the emails out? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, I'll give you two options. One that's just like one welcome email with everything you need to know. And then one with like the option to send three emails. And she was like, you just know how to, to craft that email. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Don't you magical. And, and I, <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I forgot, I forget that people don't know this stuff. Yeah. And like that was even how really this was born was that, um, I didn't I didn't think that there was a lot of value in this because I've been doing it for so long and my whole peer group was people that are salespeople. And so it's just like a given that you do that and you kind of razz on each other um, if you don't do that. And it's like, come on, you know better. And so I forgot more or less that salespeople, that not everyone is a sales like professional and that they don't understand the sales process and they don't understand how to write emails to people. And um, yeah, so...
0: Okay, so I'm not even going to lie about my business. <laughs> I push people to an email often, like all the time through Instagram and Facebook, and I have never sent one freaking email out. Oh, never. You're not. <laughs> you're
1: not alone. That's what I'm saying. This happens to people all the time, where they do all this top of funnel stuff, and they get all these people, like, they get their subscriber list growing, they have all these followers. Right, right? I but see people subscribe not-
0: all the time, I'm like, I really need to do something about that.
1: Yeah. See? Yeah. It's yeah. a really common problem because people just don't know where to start. So that's where yeah. I'm like, okay, you have to sell people things and pitch them things in a way that you're comfortable in order for them to give you money. Fun right. fact. like fun yeah, right, fact. Right, right.
2: Fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah. So, tell us a little bit then about um, what is in a great email welcome sequence.
1: Oh, sure. Um, so I'm going to pull up that blog that I even did just now so that I make sure that I hit it right. Um, oh, do,
2: you have, me, do you have a blog post about
1: it? I don't do have a blog like post that? about it on my thing, but I will make sure that I get you the link to um, the guest blog post that I'm doing awesome. because it has an opt-in in it, actually.
2: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you have to
1: opt in to get access to the email <gasps> templates.
2: Awesome.
1: Um, for me, what's important is setting the tone of what – I mean email should always be anytime, anytime you're in the sales process it should be relational you're building relationships so um, think about when you meet someone to me it's I think of it as if I'm meeting someone for the first time, I don't want them to come on strong. I want to set the tone for the relationship like and I always love dating analogies for you know sales <laughs> it's like if you meet someone new, you may ask for their contact information to get back in touch with them, and then it's maybe a good idea to set up the next time that you want to meet, and then from there, it's a conversation. It's not like pushing people, and so when it comes, in my mind, when it comes to a welcome sequence, you're setting an expectation. It's like, oh, hey, remember we met, you know, you wanted to either often or you, we met at a recent like event that we were at. Um, you want to set the tone for how, email, how many emails they should expect to see or what you're about to do to them. Like I hate opting into things at this point because I know what's about to happen. So right. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't set the tone. Like you'll receive, like if they've opted into your newsletter, like you'll receive an email once a month or you'll receive weekly emails from me. And there's sometimes where I opt into someone's thing and they never tell me that I'm going to get daily emails. And then I'm like, oh my my God. God. why does this person keep sending me email? Yeah. Um, And then, um, so I think setting the tone is a good idea. And that is the first thing that you can do. And then the next one is making, asking them to take a small action. So you want them to buy into what you're doing it in a bigger way so opting in and like saying hey go over and like my facebook page or here's the link to my instagram page whitelist me into your email uh server and so you know into your email so that i can be in your contacts and i will get not into your spam filter but over into your inbox um, you want them to take some small action so that they, and they may not do it right away, but they, they, you want them to remember you, you know, and then if you, you can do this all in one email or you can send a third email and say, um, ask them what they're interested in seeing more of. I mean, if you are doing a ton of Pinterest marketing and all they wanted to do was get your download and they don't ever want to hear from you again, then don't keep emailing them, take them out of your email list because one that's eating up all of your contacts like your mm-hmm. most crms and email tools like most email service providers are set up on a per user basis so if you have a thousand users in there and only 500 of them only want to get your crap and the rest of them 500 opted in to get that one free download that you had like <laughs> ask them like what do you want the relationship to be like from here and it, again if they aren't interested in getting email from you long term then don't keep emailing them like Give them the option to say, "I don't, you know, I want to see more things from you about sales. I want to see more things from you about automation. I want to see more things from you, or I just wanted your download." And mm-hmm. give them the option to say that it's a good relationship, then because then you're not annoying them, you're not getting unsubscribes, and you're not wasting space in your CRM paying to email market or paying to market to that person that doesn't even want to talk to you anymore. So,
2: right. you know, which, we uh, all which CRM do you use for your email?
1: I'm using three right now. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> um, I'm using Infusionsoft. I'm using Infusionsoft, Drip, and then I have, um, if you fill out any of my lead forms, they're connected to Dubsado because I've added, I'm trying to figure that one out right now. So.
2: Gotcha.
1: And they're not really email service provider. They're more of a CRM. And right. Drip is more of an email service provider. That's lead pages, right. CRM, and then Infusionsoft. Um, that's actually how I came into all of the automation spaces that my husband is like this insane, um, CRM, like God in the infusion soft space. So oh. <laughs> well, I don't know okay. how else to put it. They literally <laughs> gave him an award when he worked there. that's called the setup God of infusion soft. Oh like, oh,
2: I don't so, make this stuff up. So you, you kind of have to, uh, you kind of have to use it <laughs> yeah. in that case yeah. when you're married to the infusions off God. You yeah. <laughs> right. You, infusion. you
1: you can't not have it as part of your lineup, you know, so.
2: Oh my goodness. But how
0: great is that? I mean, Robert, well, if I ever get hung up or lost. Yeah, then, there you go. You know.
2: Yeah, and like, well, I happen to I, know a
0: guy that can help
2: me. Yeah. yeah, from what I understand, it's a pretty complicated system to use. So, yeah, it's complex, Us. and you can do a lot of really neat things with it. And there's, you can get
1: really lost in it too. Yeah, so the, wow. the analogy they use all the time is like handing instead of like handing the keys to a Lamborghini to a sixteen-year-old, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or to
0: me because Melton <laughs> confuses me. <laughs> obviously no email sent so as someone who hasn't sent emails like ever do you think it's okay to just randomly oh
1: remember six months ago when you you signed up for me well it's like I I'll tell you it's funny I actually got a text message like from a Mary Kay lady this week that (laughs) was like hey um I'm with Mary Kay do you want to be in my hundred faces thing Mm -hmm. and I'm like who are you? Yeah. I mean, I literally was like, who are you? And then of course, cause I'm a psycho. I went and Googled her phone number and found her Facebook profile. Cause you can do like, people don't realize that your information is so readily available. Oh, I just yeah. plugged her phone number into, I actually Googled her in Facebook. Like I know it's, it's the search tool, but I searched <laughs> her phone number in Facebook and her profile came up. I sent her a link to her profile. I was like, is this you? Cause I don't know you. We're not friends. Uh-huh. Um, but she didn't like, if you're going to start emailing people, you just, you want to gauge the temperature of the relationship, reintroduce yourself, just like as if you were reaching out to an old friends, you know, from high school or old acquaintance and be like, hi, you know, I know I haven't been in touch. And you just kind of want to acknowledge the awkwardness of it. Like, hey, I know that you are, <laughs> but I am not. I've not emailed you. So I want to start doing that now. Here's the type of stuff I can provide and then break that out. Cause you want to segment your list A- again, just like what I said, ask them what they're interested in seeing from you. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's an easy way to segment your list is what they're, you know, what the term is. So. Ah. Because good good if advice, they only want to see the lose the K podcast, or if they only want to see, you know,
2: right, that you did, then keep sending them that. And they know? don't want e- emails about potty training because their kids are thirteen. So right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh my gosh. So so okay. So you were working corporate. America, before right? And so was your Mm -hmm. husband. So at what point in time did you decide that it was best for you to leave your job? And did you already kind of have an idea that you were going to start up your own business after that or did that kind of? no?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no Um, There were a couple of factors and the biggest thing the biggest thing for me personally was that my job wasn't being super fulfilling to me Mm -hmm. Um, I it wasn't serving my family in any way, but financially. And for me from an ego, like an ego and pride perspective, because it gave me a lot of like, I can do all this stuff. (laughs) Um, And, but I mean, I was traveling every other week. And so when you're gone every other week, it's, you're not present in your family because I'm gone one week and then I'm home one week where I put the house back together and then I'm moderately engaged in what's happening. And so, um, the big kicker for us was that my husband start left, he was working for Infusionsoft and he left Infusionsoft to start his consulting business. And, um, our family's needs just changed when that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I got promoted um, reluctantly, I didn't really want to step into a role that they were asking me to take on. Like literally, the job was the first week. They well, I'll tell you, I was on vacation, and they I came back, and they're like, "You're we took away one of your territories." And this is just corporate. Like, we took away one of your territories. You only have this one space because we want you to step into this management role. Um, your first, like, this is happening, and I'm like okay. Um, and then they said, the first thing that we need to take care of is that you need to um, assess the team. Cause apparently now I have a team um, of eight people <laughs> that had worked there for longer than I had. And all of them were president's club people, like super successful people. And they were like, you have to pick one of them to let go. And I was oh like, no. I just That's came not first- from vacation. Oh my god! Like what the, what? And like, it's totally something that I could do. Like we can all assess somebody and cut them. But at the same time, you're like, this is, I didn't even want this job. I didn't apply for this job. I've been trying to get off the road, like as it is for like three years. Mm -hmm. And then my boss was like, I think that he's like, you're going to be in this role. You're going to be traveling even more. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, this is not what I signed up for. And I realized more and more that I had a choice in this because I felt so passive in it. Most of my friends had worked for the company for like 20 years and I was like, Oh, I'm just going to work here for 20 or 30 years and climb the corporate ladder. And it never even dawned on me that I, I had a choice in it really. And mm-hmm. so um, anyways, so we had a discussion about it. I, I took a job locally, um, hated it. I mean, still made good money, but I hated it. And so um, he was kind of, um, he was looking for some help in his business and just wanting me to be home more like more present because he was busy his, mm-hmm. his business was booming is growing um, so initially I just was there to support him more and support the kids more like be more of a wife and mom I'd never had the opportunity to do that because I had my daughter when I was so young that I just needed to go like all out and jump mm-hmm. in and be corporate and make things happen and so it was nice, it was like, I would really, I'm a little bit burnt out uh, when I really stepped back and I was like, I, th- I think that would be nice to take a step back and, and not do that. Um, and so we had the discussion and made the decision together that maybe it was time for me to take a step back, help him out, some in his business, um, see if I could even fit into that and um, step in. And when I left, I people wanted to hire me and I was friends. <laughs> And former, like, customers, and I was like, why would you want to hire me to t- teach you guys about sales? Like, <laughs> what? And I just said no for a long time and just kind of hung out. I built my planner group, and uh, I just kind of enjoyed having an abundance of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm a terrible admin, it turns out. It wasn't <laughs> super helpful with my husband's business. And <laughs> even even not working, my most of my friends were like, you need an admin. You are not an admin. So... You know we tried to make it work, and I eventually was just like, "Maybe I should be doing something else and he was like, "I think that would be a good idea because he's skill set that I <laughs> don't he runs a refer he runs a referral business primarily where his last client refers his next clients, and like right. it's churn, so he doesn't really have the need for a salesperson in the truest sense, and so I'm like. Well, I could go do that stuff that my friends are trying to pay me to do. And he's like, people are trying to pay you. And I'm like, yeah, just to come in and like teach a team of like 20 real estate agents like sales. And he's like, what? Why are you not doing that? because I work for you I'm your <laughs> admin and I'm awesome <laughs> I'm like the worst admin ever but you totally need me right like oh, no, you're you're okay like and I think mean, he was almost like step away from the computer <laughs> I'm really helpful at trade shows because I can do that really well yeah yeah. So it just, it, the biggest thing was it wasn't serving our family. It was only serving me. And, um, and even then when it got to the point where they asked me to take that role, it was just like, this isn't serving anybody. Like if I'm going to be traveling 90% of the time mm-hmm. and I'm never going to see my kids. And I had one in high school and the other one was starting into elementary school and she was oh, having gosh. a hard, she was yeah. having a hard time, like focusing and things. And I'm like, I can't be doing this, you know? And then my mom moved away and we just had so much stuff going on that it didn't make sense for me to be in that role anymore. So. And I didn't need to be. I mean, right. You right. wanted me to stay home after I had our daughter and I was like, no, I want to go back to work. So <laughs> Well,
2: that's that's a that's a good story though. I like how it all played out and how yeah. I like hearing how well you and your husband communicate together about <laughs> the big decisions. At least that's the way you portrayed well, it. We'll <laughs> go with that.
1: <laughs> we have our days. I mean, when yes. I say that I'm a terrible admin, that doesn't go well when he's legitimately busy <laughs> and needs admin, like a virtual admin. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, ah, I scheduled that thing. What more do you want from
0: me? <laughs> <laughs> you mean I have to go in there and print something out. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a super brave decision to make going from a stable corporate job to a mom and wife role. Um, the transition is not easy. I know mentally well,
1: I was never like super appreciative and I never, and in fairness, I never saw stay-at-home moms. Like I never considered them in my world, if this makes sense. And I'm not saying that to sound like I was dismissive of them, but I never saw what their day looked like. I never thought about it. It just... I I never put myself in the frame of mind. So when, when I wasn't working, I was like, wow, stay at home moms are kind of really brave because having people be like dismissive of you, I mean, no one emails you and no one talks to you and no one, like no one's available at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday to go have coffee. Um, You know? And so it's like, wow, this is, I, I immediately found myself to be a little bit lonely when I like became kind of a stay at home mom slash Part time admins, you know, <laughs> like this is terrible.
2: I yeah, had the same experience when I um, when I left my job, and uh, yeah, like I I remember the first time I went on a play date with my kids because I left my job in March of twenty eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. March of twenty eleven, and I went to my friend who was a stay at home mom invited me to a play date at the park. Well, I mean... First of all, it was spring break, so all the bigger kids were there too. Oh, yeah. So they were all being obnoxious and knocking down the little kids. And I had two—I had a, a two-year-old, and not even a two-year-old. She was like 15 months old and a four-year-old. And they were being picked on by the big kids. And I smacked my head on the monkey bars. Oh, and I mean, no. It was just like the worst day ever. I was like, I hate this. I don't want to be chasing a 15-month-old. And she's getting traumatized by these 10-year-olds who I want to smack in the head and I'm just like and none of the moms are talking to me and I couldn't talk to them anyway because I'm chasing kids and I was like this is not fun <laughs> exactly <laughs> I go back to my job
1: <laughs> well my kids are older like they go to school and so it was yeah, like it do doesn't do? even make sense <laughs> like in my mind it's like it doesn't even make sense but I don't know
0: well I had always worked kind of for myself or with my husband and then after my Second daughter was born. I was like, you know, I think I want to go out into the corporate world. I want a job. And like the first day, I'm like, what do you mean? I have to be here at eight o'clock? I mean, you're gonna, I can't just leave when I want to. So yeah, that lasted like six months. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not cut out to be told what to do
1: every day. I always took a sales job so that I could have the flexibility to do whatever the heck it was that I wanted. Yeah. And like even my, but my work habits, like even my husband was like. What, where do you, why do you take two hour lunches? And I'm like, why do you not take two hour lunches? <laughs> and he's like, and then, and then like some days I'm like done at three 30 and he's like, what, what, what makes you think you're just done? And I'm like, I don't have anything else to do and I don't feel like starting something else. And like, yeah, like sales, you know, hashtag sales.
2: Like, <laughs> You know, I have to say that even though I'm working my butt off, trying to grow my business, I will never give it up because the luxury of being able to go on a field trip with my kid and not have yep. to ask permission or stay home with them when they're sick and you know if I don't want to get dressed in the morning I don't have to get dressed in the morning and I mean it's just working for myself is amazing yeah it's a constant hustle hopefully one day when I get these automation systems in I won't be so <laughs> hard but I I never ever ever want to work i have the best boss in the world <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's super
0: sexy, and she's pretty, and she's yeah. super smart. I mean, I you mean, get employee gosh. of the month like every, every month, month, right? <laughs> I have the best parking spot. I'm gonna make me a sign: "Employee of the Month Parks Here." <laughs> I
2: love it. I do. Oh, uh, uh, that's awesome. So, hmm. um when you started your business, then your kids were a little bit older, so you may not have had some c- kind of the struggle of the juggle that everybody does. But I'm sure you still have challenges that come along with momming and running a business right or are you well like putting on a bra
1: every day feels like you're asking (laughs) a lot I mean (laughs) leaving the house is like a a moderate moderate crisis it seems like um yeah I mean the for me in the corporate world everyone's setting your focus setting your goals and there's checks and balances in place for, um, what needs to happen. So, um, when you're at home and you're like looking at a sink full of dishes and you know, you need to get a blog post written and you're like, I just want to go watch Netflix, you know, <laughs> yeah, is, that is the challenge. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and, or your kid comes home and you just want to go cuddle on the couch with them and you've got, you know, you know, you've got 45 minutes more of work and then you've got dinner to make and, um, my struggles are a lot to do with distraction and a lot to do with um, saying no to things because I do have an abundance of time that I'm not accustomed to having and I'm more available. So I think I'm like the mom that's on 15 people's kids like list to be picked up if they're sick. And then I do PTSO, like I'm doing the yearbook right now. And so for me, it's I can be more involved, and there's things I'm capable of doing, but there's things that become time sucks that I have to balance out. Just learning to say no to, yeah. um, and even though my kids are a little older, there's still responsibilities. And then my older daughter is 19, and she's in college, so like, oh, yeah. she has legit grown up homework sometimes. <laughs> like, um, like she has to write. A, she's writing a speech right now, and so she's. You know, I'm. We all met in Jessica Rad. Razzle's, um speaking mentorship and she's like, can you help me write a speech? And I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, we got this, (laughs) I got this, you know, so even though we haven't actually
2: gotten to that part yet. So
1: (laughs) yeah, I know (laughs) we, even though we, um, but I mean, even the, there's skills that she's like, do you, are you okay doing that? And I'm like, I've been speaking in front of people for years Mm -hmm. in a corporate setting. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we got this, you know, so there's more, more of my corporate is like applying at home still. So that's, that's nice to feel needed when real life skills are happening. And then my little one, she just, she struggles a little bit to focus in school. So, um, every day she has daily work that gets at home that we have to do together. And so we'll sit at the table and we'll work on it. Or I'm just like, crap, there's a pile of it that we have to sit and do. And so,
0: then uh, don't you hate that crap pile of homework. It's like I really, work, period. I wish yeah, they
1: would honest. just not send it. So, right, but then this so is so like so daily. So. This is like daily work that she should be getting done in class. So, oh. and like part of me wants to go sit at the school, but then I'm like, that's not productive either for no. her or for me or for the teacher. And I'm just going to be over there bossing people around, be <laughs> probably being rude to somebody's kid and making them, you know, upset. So, oh, uh, but and yeah,
0: they'll, I, they'll survive. It'll be okay.
1: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> she'll be okay.
0: So she's tough cookie. So, wow. Okay. So you don't sound like you have a whole lot of me time, but when you do, what do you, if you, perfect world, perfect day, what would you be doing?
1: I just want to get a pedicure at like 10 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday (laughs) with an iced tea. Like, do you know what I mean? Like empty nail salon. I don't want to talk to anybody. Thank you. you. Yes. Like empty nail salon. Like the girls can talk amongst each other because they do anyways. And then um, I can yeah, I just want to get a pedicure and be left alone. Um, I don't even want my laptop or my phone. Like I'll leave it in the car. I'll just sit there and stare at the TV. And yeah, you know, I had um, a
0: whole spa day that my husband gave me for Christmas. It includes massage, facial mani pedi. Well, first they do the massage so they get you all nice and relaxed and the facial and you're in that dark room and it's great. And then they take you out into the nail salon and it's like bright. And these women are just yes. catty and talking. And I'm like, For the love of Jesus, shut up. You know, (laughs) why did you have a quiet experience? Yes. Oh, and then I went and got a pedicure. And this guy, a guy who just had broken up, his girlfriend had just broken up with him. And he sits down right beside me. And I have this look on my face like, I don't care. Don't talk to me. But he didn't read that look very well. And I thought, maybe if you can't read this look, is the reason why you're going for a recovery. Exactly. So the girl's like following my feet. And she's like, Your feet are so soft, you know? And I'm like, Well, thanks. Shut up, though. <laughs> and she said, Do you wear closed toed shoes a lot? And I'm like, Yeah, I don't really. Like, I have to have shoes on. And he leans over, you know, we're closed. And he's like, oh Still toe or not still toe? And I just look oh at him like, Dude no no like I left like I didn't even let her finish my toes I'm like I'll they'll just dry outside I just I was relaxed and y'all totally
1: ruined it yeah my older daughter at least she gets it and so we'll go do this together where we don't talk like we have no conversation and we just
0: (laughs) isn't it great
1: watch the salon as things happen so yeah and then we text each other well she's older now so as your kids get older you can do fun things with them like text in the nail salon and make fun of people that are in oh. there, which is kind of a little bit of our past. Like not mean girl, but like, did you see the color nails of that older lady? Yeah. Or did you see, like they scrape the bottom of your feet. And so it's like, are you watching? Um, there is like some weird fascination with that. So yeah, having like having your kids get older, because I know a lot of people are young, you know, moms. and. Um, but as your kids get older, for me, at least they get a lot funner. Um, yeah. there's a time where you hate them and they hate you and then it comes back together. So my daughter, my older daughter is on the other side of that, where we like, oh,
0: you we're just and getting into the,
1: I'm sorry. It's she super. just turned
0: 10. Mm. It is. It's hard. It's,
1: yeah. The little one's coming into it. Like she still likes me, but she, we went on a field trip, like, mostly we went on a few I got to go on a field trip and I've been on two of our field trips this year and the second one she was like do you think that dad could come because you're kind of like always coming on these things like <laughs> and I was like oh my god now she, now I'm like too available like in my head I'm like, no, I'm too available she just takes me for granted and then we went on the field trip and I was like, I told my older daughter, "It's like, she said like that she would have rather had her dad come. And what do, what do you do with that? And she was like, mm. my older daughter's is super defensive of me. And she's like, uh-uh, how dare you tell mom that you, you would rather have dad come. Mom's super fun on field trips. And I was like, I would have liked to have mom on all of my field trips, but I didn't get that because, she oh, you know, yeah. had to work. And so she's like, you should be grateful. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's
0: probably better coming from a sister than you because like when i tell emma like you should be thankful that i do all this stuff for you and that and she just looks at me like you should be thankful that i haven't slapped you yet you
1: know? oh, yeah. <laughs> my oh, older my daughter's goodness. like you know uh key and peel has obama you know they had president obama's anger translator like my older daughter is like <laughs> <laughs> <My older translator. laughs> that's, that's awesome
2: fun. Okay, so before we wrap this up, um yeah. just tell us really quickly about your giveaway and tell us where people can find you.
1: Sure. So, um you're never going to be able to spell caffeinated possibilities, so I know you'll link it in yes. below. Um <laughs> it's a fun and terrible thing. There's too many eyes. So, you can find me it's caffeinated possibilities really across the board. So, Instagram, Facebook, um I and then obviously the website. And um, as far as the giveaway goes so um, it's really up to you what you how you want to spend your time I'm a big fan of accountability so I have an accountability partner Um, we have a process I have a blog on that as well Um, but I think it's really important that when you're working on goals that somebody else knows who those goals are especially as a solopreneur um, because if you don't have anybody kind of checking in with you and saying hey you need to how's that going it's easy to get lost in the mix Um, so what I'd like to do is spend an hour with you um, working through something that you're struggling with related to your sales process. So whether it's sales process, whether it's understanding a little bit of how marketing automation or specific sequences, or even if it's just rewriting the questions that you use inside of your face-to-face discussions. So um, sometimes people don't understand how to do that so that they can build a solution and get all their questions answered in a way that's valuable to their customers. I hope this is making sense. Know what it's like, Ugh, the amount of sales training I have is insane um, so i 'd love to just transfer some of that knowledge for an hour with you and then i 'd love to do the same i 'd love for you to be able to gift that to your accountability partner um, so if you're you know if you 've got an accountability partner if you don 't we can find another person but um, and then i 'd love to explain to both of you guys for like twenty or thirty minutes how you guys can pull off accountability too. Um, and that that way, you guys can understand what that relationship looks like and how to live that out uh, without me needing to be involved. So
2: that is a great giveaway. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, did you
1: know
0: Alexa? She's my accountability partner. So is this like a total conflict of interest
1: to enter?
2: <laughs> Aubrey and I might be the only people who know how to enter yeah. this.
1: Chop <laughs> that off.
2: Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jamie, so much. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Thanks for your time, ladies. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Have
2: a good afternoon. (laughs) You too. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you loved it. Um, We also hope that you are interested in winning our Mother's Day surprise pack. Please, in order to enter, head on over to iTunes and leave us a raving review and you will be entered in to win this big, box of just fun stuff that any mom will appreciate. Have a great day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.